So in this short podcast, we are going to look at some sensory tools. So again, really great to link in with an OT or partake in another formal assessment if there's some sensory overlaps that you're concerned about for yourself or for your child. I suppose initially when we're looking at sensory, we want to look at the environment. So if a student is sitting in a classroom dynamic where there's lots of children and there's lots of things going on, we want to really assess where they're sitting is suitable for them. So regularly, pre-COVID, lots of kids would have moved around chairs quite regularly, maybe every few weeks. And now sometimes they're in the same chair in the same place, maybe in a primary school for the full academic term or the full academic year. So it's really good to evaluate regularly, even at home, chat to the child, chat to the students, see how they're getting on with where they're positioned in the classroom. And it may be useful to look at sitting in another location. Then also we want to look at the home environment. So it's really great and really important to have as clean as possible, tidy bedroom space. So the more clutter adds to more stress in our brain, especially interfering with our sleeping pattern. And if some students do homework or study in the bedroom as well, it's really, really great that we clear those away. So you want as peaceful or as a relaxing environment as possible. So clearing any away, anything that's unnecessary in the bedroom will be really useful, both if we need to concentrate or if we need to relax. If then there is a noise sensitivity, so if we're looking at more noise levels, ear defenders or lots of noise cancelling earphones can be really useful for students. If we have a secondary school student and they're partaking in study or they're trying to do their homework and they're not facilitating um, or exempt from Irish or foreign language, but have to sit in that classroom environment, really great with the approval of the teacher or of the school for the student to maybe wear some of those noise cancelling devices so that they can complete their homework or complete their study efficiently, but blocking out the external noise. And again, if that's not the case, great to even use them at home in the home environment. If somebody is playing an instrument at a certain time or if it's a really busy household, great for these ear defenders to limit distraction and improve concentration. Then from the day-to-day -day stuff, either inside a school or outside a school, fidget toys can be great. So fidget toys are proven to be often really useful for younger students, but also even for teenagers and for adults. There's a range of fidget toys, so some mightn't work for some students, others they'll really enjoy. So I'd suggest either going onto eBay or to Amazon, looking up some packs, ordering a few different ones and then trialing out a few to see what is best used and what particular time and environment will it be useful for. Lights then are also another sensory overlap. So lights in the classroom can often be really vibrant and bright, um, especially now as we're moving into the spring, summer time. So the light might be coming in through the window and then the artificial lights might be on as well. So it's really great to maybe check in with your child or check in with a student in the classroom about how they find the lights. Maybe they need to be adjusted. Maybe they need to sit in more of a darker space in the classroom. Or if there's particular times in the day that the lights could maybe be turned off and other alternative lighting could be useful also. Then for students that maybe actually as well go out regularly for resource, it can be really good to maybe put them in a position where they're coming in and out and they don't have to interfere with the class and they also don't draw that unnecessary attention. So if it's maybe near the door or near a particular exit point so that the resource teacher can call them or so they can come in and out as they know their times when they need to go to resource classes. So they're not walking through the whole lesson and disturbing a teacher while they're also um, moving in and out of the classroom.
and then also visually. So we want to look around the environment, either at home and school and see, okay, visually, how appealing is this space? Is this space meant for relaxation? Is this space meant for concentration? And then we want to adjust the colours where possible accordingly, but also the elements that are on the wall. If we're at school and there's loads of fabulous artwork on the wall, but it's in front of all the students, so they're looking at it, are they being distracted by looking at their neighbours' consistent artwork straight in front of them? Are they being distracted by all the colours and all the different writings? Generally, we want artwork maybe on the back wall. So a student's face, the front wall, the blackboard or the whiteboard or where the student or where the teacher is standing. We want that as clear as possible and only focusing on the lesson or the material that we hope them to absorb. And then maybe other parts of the class or even the sides or the back walls then can have the additional artwork or the additional creative stuff that isn't then fully visible to them while they're trying to absorb the information. So we hope you found some of these sensory tips and tricks quite useful. Again, check in with loads of amazing websites that have lots of regular sensory tools and techniques. But again, if this is an area that's causing constant or difficulty on a day-to-day -day basis, really great to link in with a fabulous OT and get some suggestions and get some remedies. We'd love to know some of your suggestions of things that you've used in the past. If you want to send us an email or send us a message through social media, we'd be delighted to know how you're getting on.